Chapter 9, When They Return There is yet one other application of the thesis put forth by Emmanuel Velikovsky, which in light of other statements made by Latter-day Prophets and others seem to have remarkable implications. Taught by the Prophet Elder Joseph Young of the First Council of the Seventy and brother to Brigham Young claimed to have learned the following from Joseph Smith himself, quote, Enoch and his people, with the city which they occupied and the foundations on which it stood, with a large piece of earth immediately connected with the foundations of the city, had assumed an aerial position within the limits of our solar system. Joseph Smith said on another occasion in the hearing of some of the saints still surviving that the city of Enoch would again take its place in the identical spot from which it had been detached, now forming the chasm of the earth filled with water called the Gulf of Mexico. End quote. It is interesting to note that none of the Latter-day Saints alive when Joseph Smith published his book appear to have ever challenged that statement. More Falling Stars Parley P. Pratt posed this question in the Millennial Star, quote, How can the stars fall from heaven to the earth when they, as far as we know, are much larger than the earth? We are nowhere given to understand that all the stars will fall, or even many of them, but only as a fig casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken with a mighty wind. That stars that will fall to earth are fragments, which have been broken off from the earth from time to time in the mighty convulsions of nature. These all must be restored again at the times of restitution of all things. When these fragments, some of which are vastly larger than the present earth, are brought back and joined to this earth, it will cause a convulsion of all nature. The mountains will flow down, the valleys rise, and the sea retire to its own place. The islands and continents will be removed, and the earth will be rolled together as a scroll. End quote. Elder Pratt was, of course, speaking of the future, and yet his statement contains the very elements outlined by Velikovsky as indicative of a near collision of planets. Recall also from the statements of John in Revelation concerning a star falling from heaven to the earth. Could it be that he was referring to the body that would return to the earth, bearing its inhabitants? A Planetary Reunion Patriarch Homer M. Brown declared that his grandfather was taught the same thing by Joseph Smith. He claimed that the prophet taught him that this collision would not be head-on, but rather the overtaking of one planet by the other, both moving in the same direction, what we of a space age would call a docking maneuver. He also was taught that the water receding to the north countries at the appearance of the lost tribes would be a consequence of the slowed rotation of the earth caused by the other body. The prophet understood. From the journal of Mandel, <laughs> Wandel Mace, who recorded many events and teachings in Joseph Smith's lifetime, there is an account of an address given by Joseph Smith in the Jack Oak Grove in Nauvoo, during which he commented on the lost tribes. Mace stated that Joseph Smith taught that parts of the earth were taken away in the past to be an abode for other groups of people, and that those parts would return in the future. He quoted the prophet as saying that the earth will be restored as at the beginning, and the last taken away will be the first to return, for the last shall be first and the first shall be last in all things. Mace further quoted Joseph Smith's illustration of the effect of the earth and its inhabitants of the body carrying the lost tribe. Quote, Some of you brethren have been coming up the river on a steamboat, and while seated at the table the steamboat run against a snag which upset the table and scattered the dishes. So it will be when these portions of earth return. It will make the earth reel to and fro like a drunken man, end quote. 
There are many second-hand sources which attribute just such a teaching to Joseph Smith, and while the validity of such statements can be challenged to one degree or another, most are fairly credible. Do not overlook the incredible. It may be worthy of note to point out that the diaries and writings of early church members occasionally attribute statements that seem incredible to one or another of the early church leaders. Just as with the statements of the ancient prophets, through the explanation for which extravagant statements may not be readily apparent, we should perhaps at least carefully consider them with a small degree of credence, since they may well prove to be accurate. It will not do to discard or discredit such extraordinary statements simply because they seem extravagant. Earth Fragments One of the most credible sources is Eliza R. Snow, a wife of Joseph Smith. In a poem about the earth, a few verses of which comprised the hymn, If I Could Hide a Kolob, she asserted that portions of the earth had been torn away in the past to serve as a dwelling place for the city of Enoch and the lost tribes. Quote, Thou earth was, a, was once a glorious sphere of noble magnitude, and didst with majesty appear among the worlds of God. But thy dimensions have been torn asunder piece by piece, and each dismembered fragment borne abroad the distant space. When Enoch could no longer stay amid corruption here, part of thyself was borne away to form another sphere. And when the Lord saw fit to hide the ten lost tribes away, thou earth was severed to provide the orb on which they stay. And thus from time to time thy size has been diminished till thou seemest the law of sacrifice created to fulfill. A restitution yet must come that will to thee restore by that grand law of worlds thy sum of matter heretofore. End quote. While there are numerous theories concerning the whereabouts of the lost tribes of Israel in the city of Enoch, the relationship between statements attributed to Joseph Smith and Velikovsky's thesis of cat catastrophism and interplanetary encounters is very intriguing. If Velikovsky's theories is applicable to the return of the city of Enoch and the lost tribes, perhaps a brief examination of prophetic accounts of their return would be instructive. Cataclysmic Return The Doctrine and Covenant says this concerning the return of the lost tribes, quote, And he shall utter his voice out of Zion, and he shall speak from Jerusalem, and his voice shall be heard among all people, and it shall be a voice as the voice of many waters, and the voice of a great thunder, which shall break down the mountains, and the valleys shall not be found. He shall command the great deep, and it shall be driven back into the north countries, and the island shall become one land. And the land of Jerusalem and the land of Zion shall be turned back into their own place. And the earth shall be like as it was in the days before it was divided. And they who are in the north country shall come in remembrance before the Lord, and their prophets shall hear his voice, and shall no longer stay themselves. And they shall smite the rocks, and the eyes shall flow down at their presence." And an highway shall be cast up in the midst of the great deep, and in the barren deserts there shall come forth pools of living water, and the parched ground shall no longer be a thirsty land, and the boundaries of the everlasting hills shall tremble at their presence. End quote. It is evident that this event, or series of events, will be catastrophic in nature. For the ice in the north countries to melt or flow down at their presence, tremendous heat would have to be generated. We have seen how such heat could be created by a planetary encounter. And highway that is cast up in the ocean or great deep could only be caused by a major upheaval of the Earth's crust. Such movement would naturally cause the everlasting hills to be shaken by an earthquake, i.e. tremble at their presence. 
Shifting strata would cause new springs of water to erupt or change river courses so that the parched ground shall no longer be a thirsty land. Tidal recession. One of the manifestations of a collision or near collision of the earth and another body would probably be that of slowed rotation. The effect of this upon the water in the oceans would be identical to the effect cited by the Lord in the preceding verses. As the earth's rotation slowed, the centrifugal force which causes the earth's equatorial bulge would be lessened and the oceans would shift. Water at the equator would move northward. There can be little doubt that the return of the lost tribes will occasion disruptions of global magnitude, and the accompanying natural manifestations are some of the same that we would find in a list of destructions in a planetary close encounter. Orson Pratt, as quoted in the Journal of Discourses, cited the appearance of the glory of God overshadowing the camp by day in the form of a cloud and a pillar by night just prior to the coming of the lost tribes. The same allusion to a pillar of fire and a cloud that appears in Exodus. The implication is that at this future encounter, the body will not simply pass close by, but will join with the earth. Restitution, or restoration of all things. Nearly all those who claim to have heard Joseph Smith teach concerning these things told of his teaching in it in conjunction with the doctrine of restoration or restitution. We know from scripture that this dispensation will see the restoration of all things. We correctly assume that this means the restoration of the gospel and the priesthood along with the organization of the church and the restoration of the ordinances for salvation. Yet perhaps the doctrine of restoration extends to other things as well. Apparently Joseph Smith taught that it also meant a physical restoration of the earth to its original form and condition. Recall that Elder Pratt taught that some of the fragments which are to return and join again with the earth are vastly larger than the present earth. It would seem that our Earth once appeared very different than it does today. Velikovsky's thesis seems to provide an explanation as to how the prophecies of the return of the lost tribes in the city of Enoch might be fulfilled. Until now, these statements were largely ignored because the mechanism for such fantastic events was not understood. Yet the concept apparently taught by Joseph Smith seems to be reinforced by almost all of the prophecy which we have concerning the latter days. <clears throat> 